Well, as you may have um, expected uh, this morning, our whole focus is around um, the theme of prayer. And I'm just really going to ask us to take some time to think about our expectations of prayer. And in particular, as we come to a week of prayer. I'd like us to focus on a particular passage in Acts. Acts chapter 4. Which, if you've got one of these Bibles, is on page 1095. Now, Acts chapter 4 opens with Peter and John having just preached... 5,000 people have come to Christ and now they're in trouble because, well, that, that's disturbed a few people. There have been some changes. There's this new name that's being preached about and some people in charge are worried. So P- Peter and John are dragged before the Sanhedrin and they're basically given a grilling. But because... Really, nobody knows or they don't know what to do with them uh, and they don't really want to cause a public disturbance. They let them go with some strong warnings not to preach in the name of Jesus again. And then they're released. And this is where we're going to pick it up. They've been released following these threats and warnings. And in verse 23, we read, On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations rage? And the people's plot in vain. The kings of the earth take their stand. And the rulers gather together against the Lord. And against his anointed one. Indeed Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city. To conspire against your holy servant Jesus. Whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And spoke the word of God boldly. Now I think that passage raises, perhaps for us, a few um, things we might think about when we come to prayer. What do we expect when we actually come to pray? Nothing? Nothing? To be changed personally, maybe empowered. 
maybe some sort of supernatural intervention? Is that what we expect? Maybe it's a conversation. Maybe we expect to hear from God. But what, what is it that we expect? How do we expect things to change? Maybe we don't really expect much to change beyond ourselves. Maybe we think prayer is something where, well, I get changed. Maybe that helps me change other things. Is God going to intervene? Maybe God will change something. Maybe I expect God to do something and me to sit back and watch. How do we expect things to change? How? Well, I think one thing here is that if there is no expectation that things will change, then we won't see any point in praying and we won't be bothered to pray. Who do we expect to benefit? Is there a benefit to prayer? Who do we expect to benefit? Is this for God's benefit? We come into um, a week of prayer and it's to benefit God in some way. Maybe it's to benefit others. We are a, a group of people as Portswood Church. We are a community in Portswood and we're part of a city of Southampton. Maybe it's to benefit others. And what about ourselves? Maybe it's to benefit ourselves. When we come to pray, we're coming into the presence of God. How can that not be beneficial? What about why we pray? Why do we pray? Perhaps that's similar to the expectation one. Perhaps we pray to get that power and strength that we need to do something. Perhaps we pray so that we can meet God. Or perhaps we're in a time of trouble and we need to be rescued. And we need some help. These are all reasons why we might pray. What about when? There's always a special occasion on which we might pray. But the Bible also calls us to pray, as it were, without ceasing. So to be almost in a constant attitude of prayer. So is this week a special occasion, a special time? Yes, it is. We are gathering together with a particular focus. Your kingdom come. And to combine that with where do we pray, we have a special place. Yes, we often pray here, weekly or more. There's always prayer in this building. But this is a particularly um, important time and place for us this week. So we can pray, yes, in the church, in the particular prayer room, but we can pray at home, we can pray at work, we can pray anywhere. We can go to our special places, perhaps where you like to go for a walk, and still be praying, your kingdom come. So what is your expectation 
for this coming week of prayer. Well, I think if we expect nothing, then we won't be surprised or disappointed, will we? That, that's probably what will happen. But what if we expect something? Is that going to force God's arm, make him do something? Well, no. That's not the way it works, is it? But what is our expectation? And these are questions I would like to really leave with you for a few minutes to ponder and explore on your own with the Lord and see if he speaks to you about anything to do with prayer and this week. But before we just have that time, I'd like us to read the passage again with these things in mind. So Acts 4, verse 23. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly.